2: came back on wwe tv on last night's episode of raw choo 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 it's gonna be about uh half a second to a second of that with no
3: audio because oh really we we missed your brawn because i i I turned the mics off by accident
2: what i didn't even know there was a button for
3: that yeah I can.
2: would we have a button like a mute button i guess yes, it's a
3: mute button for when we like play stuff we can also mute our mics while the thing's playing oh. so that we don't talk over the thing that's playing.
2: Well. And I might even be doing that on this very stream. For the purpose of just getting all the spots in. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Chopper Pete Quinnell. This is the Monday Night Raw Review Podcast. If you haven't already, please give us a subscribe. Press the thumbs up button. Leave a comment down below if you're watching the on-demand version. And if you're watching live, send in those ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support or read out every single one of them over five us dollars but the best way to support today's stream is the the bright the brilliant service the bright i tried to say brilliant and great at the same time The bright service that's how overcome with appreciation i am the <laughs> Surfshark vpn and you're laughing that sounds like i'm doing an over the top i love this sponsor thing i do i genuinely love them i use them every day mm-hmm. but also what without Surfshark, okay. then
3: the stream would not be what are you throwing to monday
2: night war well yeah
3: but i thought we were talking about this stream that they're sponsoring not yes. the other series
2: well that that's how great they are they're yeah. sponsoring
3: they're, they're helping us do so much <laughs> stuff i'm glad we're on the same wavelength here <laughs> Flawless segue. Yes, they are sponsoring Monday Night War, but they're also sponsoring this stream as well. And if you click on the link that's at the top of the description, you get 83% off and three months for free using Surfshark VPN, which is super duper helpful. All of us use it in the office. It is WrestleTalk's official VPN of choice. Uh, and you can get all access to all the stuff that you don't normally get. You get to access to stuff that's like geo-blocked. So you get, you know, you can get... HBO Max in the UK, you can get BBC iPlayer in the US. You can get the good version of the WWE Network and not Peacock. The old WWE exactly, Network. Exactly, the old Stone Cold. The old WWE Network, you can get that if you're in the US. Because apparently, Peacock is bad. So, you know, the WWE Network is actually better.
2: I'm going on holiday next week. Mm. I'll be in the country of Turkey. Mm. Or they've they've, re- they've literally renamed Turkey, have you heard this? No. It's called Turkey turkey i th- i think i'm pronouncing it right it's not meant to be like turkey it's not one of those it's more of a <laughs> oh my god we've got a populist dictator of a right of right a, right, a, right. A, and, and they're trying to read it's too westernized the name turkey mm, so people might turkey. confuse it with the bird
3: right. anyway
2: not the point i'm gonna be there, and i'm gonna be like how can i watch my bbc mm. how can i watch my all four Surfshark vpn that's how exactly uh, so please do click through on that link and get yourself a great vpn and it helps support us but let's get into the main talking point of this episode braun Strowman, as reported returned on last night's episode and hmm, buried the tag division
3: yeah so hmm okay so this was a a really fun idea i think for a tag match uh, which was a Fatal 4-Way number one contenders uh, match because the Usos don't really have challenges right now. So I think a fun way to do that is have to have the Fatal 4-Way number one contenders match. That's good. You have four really good tag teams in there. New Day, Alpha Academy, Street Profits, Los Lotharios. That sounds like a really fun match. And it was a fun match. It was getting really, really good. Had some really, like, fun, fast-paced stuff. Getting towards the end where Chad Gable has an ankle lock-in and then suddenly... Braun! He's back, and he comes out, and he kills everyone. Also, also, he fell over.
2: Well, yeah. What did he fall over? Because when you say kill everyone, the first person he's meant to kill, you know, he gets in there, and he's like, "I'm gonna do the run
3: around the ring, choo choo train." He does like a lariat to
2: Chad Gable or someone in the ring first, and then he does the choo choo train. Yeah, but Chad Gable, I think, is the first person he's meant to choo choo choo's. For some reason, Chad just hops up onto the ring apron and sits there and braun <laughs> slides <laughs> past him because like, I guess he was trying to do like a a spear or maybe when you you know pick someone up mm-hmm. and run forward and yeah 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 uh, but Chad just moved <laughs> braun did a comedy cartoon slide braun stands up decks the next person I can't remember who it was and then just looks behind him like Sh- uh. should I I'll just back carry on. Choo-choo. No, no, choo-choo. We're going on. Choo-choo. So uh, that was a funny botch. Mm. It's tightest world well slide. But, but, stuff but like, again. Stuff like that, I don't... You know, that's just no, that's, funny. funny. Uh, I, the, the mistakes happen. Strowman coming back and obliterating all the teams that are meant to be the only teams who can go for the tag belt. Because mm. the... Like... I guess the Viking Raiders?
3: Like, they beat the New Day. I don't know why the Viking Raiders weren't in this match. Because mm. they beat the New Day in the Viking Rules match on SmackDown. So you'd have thought they'd have been first in line over New Day, but... Whatever.
2: Yeah, you could, you could say, well, they're a SmackDown team. This is on Raw. Well, New Day so, was so,
3: there. So the New Day. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really get... They wanted more baby faces is really what they wanted in this yeah. match. But logistically speaking, from wins and losses, it shouldn't happen. But whatever i still think it's fine because they're the new day and they can kind of get away with that totally yeah um but then braun coming back I, the thing is i think in isolation if this hadn't happened before people would have been a bit more accepting of it i think it would have been like big guy comes out beats up a lot of people they were tired after a 15 minute match and it's not that bad but the fact that braun has literally done this exact thing before <laughs> yeah. of burying the tag division think people have gone it's the same thing again yeah
2: because he's i think he's done this exact same spot in mm-hmm. terms of number one contenders multi-team mm-hmm. match but then like he wasn't content with just that it was like a three-month story arc where the bar mm-hmm. it was not like a some chump transitional champions yeah they were they were a great tag team act cesaro and sheamus they got Beaten by Braun Strowman and an eight-year-old boy. Again, it's just reinforcing the idea that Braun Strowman is such a monster he can beat all of these people. Which I'm, you know, I, I I love Braun Strowman being a monster. Mm. I'm happy he's back. I th- I never wanted him to go to AEW. Some people are just made for sports entertainment. WWE. Yeah. And Braun is one of them. And I'm a fan of his. Always mm. have been. But this was this just made me. I didn't like it yeah yeah it it, it just i i liked
3: the very superficial aspect of like oh bronze back Mm. oh he's he's doing big things cool in like a picture and picture bit afterwards he was doing running power slams and stuff and i'm like the silly animal part of my brain is going huh cool but when you think about it it's like really would have preferred some of the tag teams to like be able to handle him you know well freaking kofi
2: yeah. kofi's a fo- former world champion yeah. montez ford is being groomed to, yeah. to be as such had some great matches with seth riddle both both of the seth street riddle. Pro- seth riddle <laughs> seth rollins the street profits yeah uh yeah so i the, yeah i didn't like this it got over huge with the crowd it sure did so and, and the
3: thing is i think if i was there i still probably would have been popping just with them mm-hmm. because it's like oh bronze back yeah that's cool he does stuff great
2: also, it was slightly foreshadowed a few segments beforehand because The Miz was shown uh, in the car park, which is like the most dangerous place on the planet in, in oh, WWE yeah. kayfabe. Mm. And there was just an overturned car. Was that Braun or was that Dexter <sighs> Loomis? Because it's a very Braun thing to do,
3: but also it has nothing to do with The Miz.
2: It's an expensive little prop to, yeah. to, to just do and not really... T- like, no one ever said, oh, that's... But Braun must have just been flipping cars mm. backstage. I don't...
3: I think that was supposed to be a Dexter Lumis thing. Like, he's being... Because was it the Miz's car? Or was it just a random car that they came across?
2: I got the impression it was a random car. Mm. Otherwise, Miz would have reacted more. And why would I they suppose. be walking from another car? No, that's true. That's true. Mm. Uh, go back and watch that clip though because the two people who are meant to deal with it sort of the extra security oh man they're, they're selling this harder than Shawn Michaels mm. versus Hulk Hogan <laughs> they're like oh, <laughs> I've got to maximize my minutes here
3: <laughs> I also really liked that when Miz and Chample were walking by and the interviewer was interviewing What? what you know what it was a dynamic interview because they were walking while they were talking and I was like this is nice that feels a bit more natural I love that they couldn't see the car until they're about this far away from it. And then Champa's like, oh, you've seen that? And then the camera pans over. They're like standing right next to the <laughs> car. It's like,
2: did you not see that before? Yeah, but I think there's got to be some kind of uh, bad peripheral vision mm. symptom in, yeah. in the company. It's a serious problem. Because a lot of people just walk into shot and mm. like, oh my God, where did you come from? Where did from? you come from? Yeah. Uh, and frequently wrestlers, referees are really mm. bad for it. Mm. They can't see stuff that happens you know, outside of this, yeah, this thing, they're the ultimate predators, which means they've just got. And and even commentators, you know, stuff's happening around the ring,
3: but if it's not being shot properly on the camera, they just can't see know. it. Yeah. They've got they've got screen blindness. That's what that is.
2: Um, how would you have brought back Braun? Because I uh, I'm happy he's back. Mm. I don't really know what you do with him because he looked great. Oh, you look great, yeah. But I do feel like there is a, a couple of years of bad booking to unwind, uh, and this wasn't an immediately good idea for me to get past that.
3: Yeah, I, I personally would have had the Fatal 4-Way tag match, as is. Uh, I would have had winners, whoever they were, pin Otis or Chad Gable. Chad Gable gets on the mic afterwards and he's like, oh, this is unfair, blah, 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 and comes out and just kills Chad Gable.
2: Well, or, or like, that's um, fine. This is unfair, and uh, none of you are allowed in the Alpha Academy. Mm. Uh, or maybe he, like, does an open invitation. Yeah, just something. And Braun comes out. Braun comes out and just murders him a little yeah. bit. Or you don't even have the match. Because yeah. that was one of the annoying parts. It was a 14 minutes, pretty good match. Mm. There was this incredible spot that we haven't really talked about. Angel garza has got his name back, it seems. Yeah. Mm first name he does the andrade moonsault misses straight into a second moonsault he did that so two consecutive moonsaults and chad caught him in a german super oh that was so good so maybe maybe you don't have the match because it's just like oh okay i'm a bit blue balled now but there's the the sort of everyone's cutting promos before Mm. they're all in the ring and braun comes down beats up chad Beats up the next heels. New Day are like, oh, 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 you got beaten up. He Beats them up as well. And the Street Profits. And then at least- Would it's... that
3: bury them more?
2: Yeah, you're probably right. Just yeah. have him rip open a cage. You had a cage in the main event. Yeah. Have him rip open the cage door, beat up Bobby Lashley. Yeah, you could do that.
3: Easy enough. There's there's material to work with there, I think. I think if, he, if all you need to do is get him to come back and look like a big beefy dude, but without burying too many people. And that's easy enough to do because you can pick on one or two people. If he did just down for Academy and he beat up Chad Gable and then Otis got in and he had a stare down with Otis and everyone's like, oh, two big lads. And then Braun just killed him immediately. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be cool. That'd be a nice moment. Picks up Otis, does a big power slam to him. People go, wow, that's great. He, that's, that works.
2: You can't do this because he's not really... Uh, to, he, the time's passed for James Ellsworth, I think. But imagine mm. if he wasn't ostracized from the wrestling community and you have james ellsworth come out first he's like i'm getting the first chance so this is my (laughs) one and only shot to get back in the (laughs) wwe and then you're just like who's gonna be my opponent and then braun comes out destroys him and then you can just like snip out the last three years of braun's wwe run and pretend we're back at that fun stage do that but with
3: reggie (gasps) reggie comes out and is just like you know what I haven't had anything since the 24-7 title. I want to be taken seriously in WWE. I'm going to enter into this tag match by myself. I don't need a tag partner. I'm ready to go. Let's oh, I go. I say
2: remove it from the tag.
3: All is Sure, a separate sure, sure. segment. A separate segment then, sure. But Reggie comes out and is like, I want fun. to be taken seriously. <laughs> and then Braun comes out and murders him.
2: Yeah. I think that's fun. That is fun. Yeah. You are, you are also put him in the him in the 24-7 division, kind of, even though that's pretty much disappeared. I... I don't think so. Yeah. I think if if Reggie is
3: saying I'm done with the twenty four seven title stuff, I just want to be taken seriously, I'm ready to fight. Yeah. And then Braun kills him. I think that's fun.
2: Tazawa comes out, truth comes out, and they're like, What have you done? Braun. Yeah. And that's how yeah. he speaks. That's he's he... like a Pokemon. He <laughs> can only say his name.
3: Braun, Braun. Braun, 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 Braun. <laughs> uh
2: yeah, and then later
3: on he's in a backstage segment and he said he's gonna be on SmackDown. So cool. I guess. You know what? I would like to see Strowman versus Gunther. Yep. And I'd like to see Gunther win.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Uh, That sounds fun. Maybe you build to that. It's difficult. You've got so much rehab work to do. Mm. You don't want any of these guys losing, but you also want to do the big matches. Exactly. Um, I don't think Braun is the caliber of wrestler where he can get over and defeat.
3: Mm, so right. so yeah, I yeah. think
2: you, you need to have him squash a bunch of people for a while. But I, I agree. I think that's a great idea to have a match. Hey, everyone, I've been on the go recently, Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big-game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend
1: Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com.
2: Let's see what everybody thinks in the Ultra Chats. You you good? Um, It's. Somewhere It's there. Here. Yep, there you go. You, you got had it. them. You could have... Yeah, I know, started. but you were... You're the one that reads them. Narasimhan B says, Brawn, I'm back. Roar. Triple H and co. Yeah, now we control your narrative. <laughs> Still seriously, let's see how things go this time around. Yeah. Have have seen Control Your Narrow put out a statement about Strowman. I s- uh, about saw that they said they wish him well. Was it, yeah, was it more it was snarky? Just,
3: it was just a lot of EC3 being EC3 just a lot of it's all about telling your story and his story is that it's unfinished business and controlling a narrative and I'm like ah, you've really got to stop this at some point mate
2: what yeah because it's funny isn't it because I couldn't tell you what what EC3's story is apart from him it's like a very meta thing he is trying to control his story (laughs) that to me is his story that's his story yeah (laughs) Riot DR hey yo my brother loves when a large destructive force decimates a large number of people. A way of saying he was happy to see Braun Strowman uh, say what you will. He is much more exciting than a Moss, In my opinion, at least we got most of an awesome tag match. Yeah. Uh, I will agree. He's much more excited than Omos. And I I get
3: the idea of seeing Braun beat up a load of people. I think that's probably why this yeah. spot was done, because that is an exciting thing to see big man beat up lots of people. But I think it should be left to complete jobbers or
2: security guards, not tag team wrestlers. I agree. Especially tag team wrestlers who are the only contenders for the tag belts. Yeah. Uh, but I, I agree that is a good point. Omos, Commander Aziz, mm. you know, Great Kali WWE have tried to do loads of big man monster characters and they've all sucked. Braun was the is the only good one. He might be one of the best in like, is it I'm trying to take out Kane and Undertaker from this? Mm. But since then, I can't think of anyone I've enjoyed more in this role. Not
3: really. Of, of a big monster character.
2: No.
3: Man, that 2017 run when he was white hot.
2: Mm. Oof, that was something. Uh, Eddie Noll, I want to say thanks for all you do. As someone who has suffered from PTSD, I'm really thankful for all you guys do. Thank you. As for my question, do you think Braun interrupting the tag match, do you think they could be setting up Bray's return? No, I don't think they're linked. This
3: seemed very much not Wyatt Family Braun. This mm. was, I'm going to run around the ring and go choo-choo Braun, which I think is a very different character. I think if they were going to set up a Bray return, you would have had a bit more of an over tease of it.
2: I also don't think wherever he goes, he's coming back as, as the Wyatt family version. Mm. And I think that would be a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Finn Brennan. We met him at the weekend at the watch party. The Findicator. What's the crack, gentlemen? I don't know if the watch party on Saturday is old news now, but it was wonderful meeting most of the WrestleTalk gang. You were all great to talk to, and it was great going to London again, despite the horrific prices. <laughs> they sure are horrific prices, but it was lovely to see you. Uh right uh, before we get into the full play by play version of the show uh did you want to talk about Surfshark and mm. how great they are. They are
3: in fact great. Uh they are sponsoring this episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Thank you so much Surfshark. Make sure to click the link at the top of the description because you can get 83% off and 3 months for free when you click that link which helps support Surfshark obviously but also helps support us here at Wrestle Talk. So you should really go check it out too. And how
2: do they help support us? Oh, like they... obviously they, you know, we've got this the sponsor on the stream here mm. but is there any other ways that they're a great sponsor? Well,
3: you know what? They've been really generous because not only have they sponsored this episode of the Restor Podcast, but they've also sponsored the returning Monday Night War series on Parts Far Known. Now, that is launching. We had the announcement video go up yesterday on Parts Unknown, Known, in case you missed it. Uh, and we've got the official Draft Day episode going up next Monday on the 12th, less than a week to go until Season 2 is here. And if you missed Season 1 and you're wondering, what's the big hype? What's the big deal around Monday Night War? Well... Check this out. Let me see if I can transition this. Here we go. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm itching. I'm itching to book my show. I talked about bringing in Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I have brought in Brute Force. Your big stars, they fall to the might of Tucker. Edge, Edge gets the, gets the win. win because of the running.
2: Ooh,
3: no. And Tucker?
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pete, I couldn't afford my show.
3: DIDN'T START A rivalry.
2: WHY WON'T THE rivalries ROW?
3: WHAT'S GOING ON? It's coming back on Monday, gang. I'm so excited.
2: Yeah, go over and subscribe to Parts of Unknown. Enable notifications to always on so you know when it goes live first. But yeah, it's one of those s- series that sort of exceeded all expectations in terms of how much people loved it, mm. but it's also one of those things that we couldn't really make without a sponsor. The first series was sponsored by 2K, so yeah, thank you so much for Surfshark, who came in and uh, an incogni as sort of mm. a, uh, a joint effort to help us make this series. So yeah. yeah, please show your gratitude to Surfshark and click the link and sign up there today. Right, so this episode of Raw, I would say the least best of the Triple H era so far.
3: I'd say so, and the thing is, this isn't necessarily a bad show. This was a fine show, but based on the excitement of the Triple H era shows, this is less than they've been. But this is still better than it used to be. Oh. for Triple
2: H. So... So much better. So much better. Like, multiple different shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it has made a new benchmark. Exactly. And and the pay-per-view was so good at the weekend. Mm, It was. Apart from the karaoke. See, the thing is,
3: I loved Saturday's show. But I don't know whether that was because we had the watch party. In the same way that I loved Survivor Series (laughs) from 2021 or 2020, whenever it was. The egg. But I don't know whether that was because we were there having a good time with the live reactions or because it was, you know, because it was a terrible show, objectively speaking. But I had a great time.
2: By all accounts, people loved it even when they weren't with us. That's good. Dave Meltzer said that Sheamus versus Gunther is the best match in recent WWE history. I don't disagree. I loved it. I thought it was a Mm. a, a flawless match. Uh, But the follow-up of that show, that like the main story that carried its way through into Raw, probably actually the only story, Mm. because Riddle Rollins wasn't featured on this at all, aside from like clips of stuff that happened backstage after the event. Uh, What were the other Raw matches? There was Damage Control. um, Oh yeah, who who were featured? Who were featured here? It
3: furthered a bit. It wasn't like a huge, like, oh, here's the next step for him. But it was like, okay, he's sort of there. Yeah. So the big, there angle, the
2: big angle and follow-up was Dominic Mysterio's heel turn on both Edge and Rey Mysterio. And Edge opened the show, cut a really good promo, I thought, talking about how Rey and him, long, f- like, friends for ages. Mm-hmm. He's known Dominic since Dominic was a kid, as most people who worked there for a long time, I imagine, have. But you're not a kid anymore, Dominic. Come down here and... Y- essentially face the consequences of your actions i'm which going is, to beat you uh, up i'm going to beat you up and i bet don would love that wouldn't he you? would kinky kinky boy
3: <laughs> you <laughs> a
2: naughty boy he only don. likes it when it's rhea ripley i don't know that's,
3: that's is, it, is. is that how it is that's well, the dynamic i'm getting
2: well good good for him because ray came out to sort of defend dominic against edge and said no don't beat up my son i really like that mm. in the Ray's not just like, oh yeah, my son screwed
3: up, let's go get him. I yeah. really like that he's still holding on to, no, but he's my son. Like, I can't, I can't go against him.
2: I, I really like that. It yeah. adds an extra layer of conflict, even between the baby faces. Exactly. And Ray later on says, I will never fight my son. Mm. Uh, Which fight. means he will. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Dominic's going to have to do some horrid things yeah. to make that happen, yeah. to make Ray break. It's going to be great. But Ripley comes out and says that uh, Dominic, she's made him a man. Oh, yeah. And Dominic came out with a shirt on.
3: his hair slicked back and everything. Hair
2: slicked back. I don't know, Andy always moans about Dominic's haircut. <laughs> so I don't know if, he, if he's okay with this one. Andy complains about a lot of things. Yeah, he does. Weird it's things fine. that no one else cares about. <laughs>
3: it was fine I, I like this you know what even if it doesn't look fantastic when someone changes their appearance to fit a character change thumbs up you tried yeah. you know even if it doesn't really work doesn't matter you tried
2: i don't really mind yeah nah. Bri- brian alvarez had a really good idea give him a mask yeah i think that's that would be a really cool thing mm. uh oh
3: i think he should have a mask. After he beats Rey Mysterio. Ooh. He takes the mantle from him by force. Rather than Rey gifting oh it, Dominic takes it from and him. It, and he like dyes
2: it black. Yeah. yeah. It may be a cool mask. Um, Finn Balor and Damien Priest then jumped Edge from behind. Like really brutally laid him out by stomping on his leg. Like pelmanizing his yeah, leg or, really in nice, a chair. Yeah. Hit a coup de gras onto a chair that was wrapped around his leg. And Dominic stopped Rey from from saving Edge. But... Edge is going to have a match with Dominic next week. Mm, so when supposedly. they did this, when they did this, I thought, oh, Edge is written off for ages. Mm. Nice, seven days. They said it was like, oh, will he fight Edge next week?
3: We'll have to find out. So it's still supposedly like up in the air, and I think it's probably going to be a case of. Edge is not medically clear, but he wants to fight anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's going to come in, he's going to have a massive weakness that's going to be taken advantage of. Yeah. I reckon.
2: And Dominic beats him in five minutes. Huge win for Dominic. Yep. Edge doesn't lose a thing. Yep. Hopefully that's the way they go. That'd be great. Uh, the thing that bugs me a bit here, though. So the Judgment Day are all <laughs> behaving like, ha ha, this was part of our master plan. Yeah. I saw the potential in Dominic, mm-hmm. and now he is, uh, you know a man and he's our man why didn't you do this at the pay-per-view and why did you win? win yeah 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 that is my one gripe with
3: judgment day i think they they've done he's done a triple h done a very good job of rehabbing judgment day to make them look cool again which is nice because they weren't cool for a long time but they do need to win more especially on bigger matches like mm. Damian priest won on this show but like they need to win like big pay-per-view matches and stuff and i feel like at the minute, it is they keep losing and then people keep joining them, yeah. which is a weird <laughs> dynamic. Um, but I think if they'd have done, I don't know, I don't know. It's weird because they just beat up Dom a lot, and then he's like, it, I think if if they'd have played up the story more of Dom having to like give in to be like, all right, mm. fine, I will join you. Please stop beating me up. Then I think that would have worked a little bit better. But in this case, it's like, oh, they beat me up a lot, so now I'm with them because they're cool. But. But, but for why? It's not well, really fully
2: explained. I don't know. She's called Rhea Ripley. She That's is why. called Rhea Ripley. Uh, then we got the Ms. Champa bit with the flipped over car. Mm. Then we got the tag match with the Braun return. Um, then, right after the Braun Strowman return, we got his real life girlfriend, Raquel Rodriguez, mm-hmm. defending. Well, I don't think they were just having a normal tag match, weren't yes. they? Yes. Uh, her and Aaliyah versus Nikki, ASH, and Drop.
3: Raquel Rodriguez. is strong.
2: Raquel is strong. She has a back.
3: She has a back. And they won. Have back. Will fight is her character. She did the big powerbomb to drop. It's a nice spot that everyone went,
2: whoa, four. And that was the point of the match. I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> Damage control, which is their name now. We're watching them from backstage. Setting up the idea that we're going to get those tag titles. Ugh. This is like one of the... I'm, I'm still very annoyed about mm. this. Yeah. It's eight days ago. Yeah. feels like a lot longer ago. Mm. Uh, Doudrop and Nikki ASH kind of argued afterwards. Wasn't really focused on, but... In the same way where- for last
3: week's segment, when they were arguing in the background of mm-hmm. a promo.
2: It's good. Uh, Ray got interviewed about the accepting the Damien Priest thing later. Then we got a long segment, but... Like all Kevin Owens segments, I do not mind. Mm. It could, could be an hour long for me. I don't. It's, it's the best stuff on the show usually. Yeah. Austin Theory comes down. He is selling his jaw uh, in a way where it makes him forget the words
3: of things. I, d- I feel like he only did this once though. No, he did it. He did it like three times because he said Crown Jewel instead of Clash at the Castle. Yeah. What were the other ones?
2: I can't remember, but he definitely did it twice more. Weird that, because uh, that's a con- that's a concussion. Because because the Crown Jewel thing, he was like
3: aware of because he said Crown Jewel was great. Just kidding, I mean Clash at the Castle, like he botched the line and tried to save it. But weird, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah It's good. a minor point. Um, I've really liked this segment though. Like mm. you said, the Kevin Owens stuff is absolutely fantastic. Austin Theory being arrogant, saying he's still going to cash in. He's still the youngest Mister Money in the Bank. Blah 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 blah. Kevin Owens just comes out and he says, uh, "What's wrong with the jaw?" Oh yeah, you got knocked out. And then the crowd just goes, "You got knocked out." And he says, "Oh, you got KO'd." <laughs> I was like, "That's it. That's a good line, that." Um, I re- just so much fire between them. Yeah. And I felt like Austin Theory really like held his own against KO here as well. Like his responses to KO's like takedowns were really really good, and him just being like, "Oh, I've done something that you you'll never do." Win Money in the Bank. I was like, "That's a fair point." Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good. Good.
2: Good shout. When was the last time you won a title Kevin Owens? Yeah. You're jealous of me and mm. I'm like you're a, you're an arrogant prick Austin Theory but I can't argue with what you're
3: saying. Yeah he used to be US champ this yeah. year and now he's Mr. Money in the Bank like yeah he's, he's got a point you know but then Kevin Owens saying I really like that they reference continuity. Continuity mm. matters in WWE again. Kevin Owens saying that like yeah I haven't won a title in a long time but 18 months ago, I had Roman Reigns beat and if it it wasn't for Jey Uso and Paul Heyman, I would have been Universal Champion. Mm. I would have stopped Roman Reigns' historic title run six months in, but because of them, I don't have it right now. And I'm like, also a good point. This is just great back and forth stuff with Mm. both people having good arguments. And I love that Kevin Owens is playing. I'm just being like, you know what happens next? I'm sure a referee's gonna come out here and slide yeah, in the ring. Yeah, oh, yeah. look, there he is. And what what happens next? Oh, one of us says, "Oh, it's time." There's enough talk. Let's time to fight. Oh, that's me. I'm gonna say that. And then said the line. <laughs> it was like, it's just great stuff from Kevin Owens. They're both very, very good promos, I think. And this was
2: good stuff. It was a very similar setup to the match that he did last week against Jey Uso, mm. where it was like, I think this is the part where one of us says, mm. "Let's get a referee in here," and I drop the mic. It just, it's like this. It's like Kevin Owens is existing within the confines of a wrestling genre, yeah. but also commenting on its traits at the same time in a in a Deadpool that doesn't undermine everything kind of way. Yeah, I, Both characters here were superb. Um, just as a, a thing before we get into the actual match, <coughs> Austin Theory said he's glad that Roman won mm. because... Him and Drew have unfinished business. And then he can cash in on the remnants of that unfinished business. So that's like, that's the second time after Drew's promo on Saturday, we've had someone say, oh yeah, Roman and McIntyre are just going to have another match. Mm. Yeah, which I don't want him to do mm. at this
3: point. If you're going to have a second match, just have him win the first one.
2: Yeah, or, he, or he loses. <laughs> God! I yeah, think I really losing is is more. Oh, a, that's going to be bad. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, right. So this match, though, pretty mm. good, Yeah. and it got great by the end. Yeah. Particularly off this. Uh, we both had the same thing because I watched it this morning. You watched it a couple of hours ago, mm. and you just went, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Literally just sitting there and, oh my god, uh, as I watched that, and I was like, "Is it the the KO spot?" And you were like, "Yeah." Yeah.
3: Because, in theory on the outside, just grabs KO's head and just chucks it against the ring steps. Now you think, I know what you're thinking. That sounds like a normal spot. No, 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 this is against the corners of the actual steps on it, like the back of his head on the corner of a Ow, ow, stop it, stop it, KO.
2: Not it just hurt. that, but the back as well. Yeah, You know, usually the, the steel steps make a fun sound and you charge mm. into them and you make your shoulder really big and, and you it, take it on the fleshy part. And if you're John Cena, you then push the steps <laughs> out so they go for a mile.
3: Ooh.
2: One of those. But, this one, ooh. no give.
3: God, it just hits and you just go... Ugh.
2: I've never seen that before, mm. and I appreciate it. Uh, K- KO is not one of these... I-, I don't mean this in a negging way because I really like Seth Rollins's. Monday Night Rollins era, but it was the same match. You know, Mm. uh, Superplex, Falcon Arrow, and then there'll be little variations on that. And you, that's how you have long-term like stories. You just, same stuff, but you tweak bits. I feel like KO is just introducing whole new spots every week. Mm. So, and and the booking of him has been superb he really feels like one of the more over genuinely over badass baby faces in a long long time yeah it's not very often that wwe gets a badass
3: baby face right mm. and they've really nailed it here i think he is looking superb and especially because he won pretty dominantly as well at the end of this because he hit the big kind of like twisting suplex off the, the middle rope, right, which is a spot I will always pop for because mm-hmm. it just looks cool. I don't make the rules. Uh, and then he hits to pop up powerbomb and then a stunner and wins. It's great. He just looks like super intense all the mm-hmm. time. Just beat the hell out of Austin Theory and won. It's like, that's cool. I do wish Austin Theory would win sometimes, but not against KO. I, I
2: used to feel that way. Um,. But I, I, I'm, I've I'm been won over by this. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Mm. Because I've got optimism. Ooh. And it's... The way they were doing theory before, before he got the briefcase, he was winning these matches. And you know, it's a collective groan from fans like us. We're like, okay, he's the hand-picked guy. He's going to beat all our favourites despite not being ready yet, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Like... Not not in terms of in-ring ability, promo ability. He's got promise, but he's not there yet. And it's going to create somewhat of a backlash. And sort of go away heat. But what they've transitioned to doing when he got the briefcase and Triple H came in charge is he's getting losses. Because mm-hmm. who, who did he lose to? Well, he got made to look a fool at the pay-per-view. Sure did. Uh, and KO one here. And hopefully Gargano beats him as well. I do not mind these veterans who Theory hates beat, like they beat him. They humble him. They humble him. And then in not six months, but four, five months time, so start of next year, that's when he starts to win because he has more of a character transition Mm -hmm. into a credible heel because I want him to hold that Money in the Bank contract until the last possible moment. That is the
3: one story they have not done with Mm. Money in the Bank yet, is someone running out of time to cash in. Because they always say you have a full calendar year to cash in, but no one has ever gone a full year yet. I'd love to see Austin Theory's desperation as time ticks closer and closer towards Money in the Bank next year. And he's like, I've still not cashed in. What do I do? Uh, I'd really like that. Um, and I I don't hate him losing, but I feel like he should be winning against some people. Like you said, against like the Kevin Owenses and the Johnny Gargano stuff, he can lose. When he's facing Mad Cat Moss, <laughs> maybe win, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you don't have to protect Mad Cat Moss.
2: Oh, can you imagine if Theory gets over as a babyface like this? If he tries to cash in at every available opportunity mm. and he keeps failing, yeah. and they do that for the next seven months... Genuinely, if
3: they can come up with creative ways to stop him every time and don't repeat like the same thing, yeah. that could genuinely get really over to be like, how is he going to fail it this time? You know, that's that's
2: really fun. And then when he eventually wins, it could be
3: massive. This could be a babyface <laughs> moment. Like that could be really cool. Uh,
2: Miz and Chamber had a promo on the U.S. title cage match coming up later. Long recap promo of Clash at the Castle, about five minutes, and then straight into an armed forces. You know sort of charity package. So you had about like 10, 15 minutes of video package ad break, video package ad break. I think that's a good idea. I pitched this quite a few years ago where Raw is a slog. It's three hours long. That is, and it's not like a three hour indie show where you've got loads of matches and stuff all the time. Mm. It's, it's stilted. It's a TV broadcast. It's not like a house show. Things go dark. It saps the energy. So, giving your your audience a kind of fifteen minute hey intermission, intermission, mm. without telling the folks at home, you just play video packages. I th- I feel like it sustained the crowd interest a bit more. It's a fair point. Yeah, we sustain the live crowd. I think a better
3: way to sustain the live crowd is to do a two hour show. But you know, oh yeah, that's me. Yeah, that
2: would be a better better <laughs>
3: solution. B- better better option.
2: Damage control came out. They've they've got the. N- that's definitely their name now yes uh but says it on the tron but it's not control because i assume marvel and disney own the rights to that it is ctrl like on a on a computer damage catarral <laughs> uh but kai and sky said they kai said she wasn't a legal person in the tag match so they're going to go for the tag titles and bailey brought up pinning bel-air mm. and bel-air came out and sort of said, hey, well, let's have the match right now. Mm. I want revenge. You want a challenge? Let's just do the challenge right now. And I really liked Bailey's mind games here because she was like, no, I, I run things around here. I don't need the title. I'll get the title when I want to because I know the fact that I pinned you in this ring is eating away at your mind. Mm-hmm. And she's got a point. Mm. Like
3: Bianca Belair, she said in her promo, <laughs> Belair hasn't been pinned in over 300 days. And Bailey's like, but I did it. I've got nothing to prove anymore. I know I can beat you. So I'll beat you when I want to beat you for the title. It's like, that's a really nice change in mm. dynamic. You know, it's, it's nice to have the heel. Because you can make the argument that she's just running away because she doesn't want to face Belair right now. Whatever. You can say she came up with this. She's like, oh, I'm not working. It's Labor Day. You know, you, you can come up with the argument that she's just being a heel and just running away. But there's also a very good argument to be made that she is she's just playing Bel-Air mm. and she's just biding her time for when she wants to take the most advantage of her. I'm all for it. Uh,
2: Bailey did say, uh, I can take it whenever I want for two reasons. And then she motioned to Kai and Kai mm-hmm. stepped forward and she motioned to Sky and Sky stepped forward. And I thought, that's a great line. That's a great piece of staging that would be so much better if they had the tag titles. <sighs> you're gonna let this one die are you oh my god it's just like (laughs) the most open goal of a decision i'm i'm waiting i'm waiting for this to make sense
3: yeah i don't know because i feel like if damage control are going for the tag titles they're gonna win
2: after that we've got johnny gargano he's having an interview backstage and theory interrupted and had a really good line i don't know why it popped me so much Johnny wrestling. Well, since you've come back, you should be called Johnny Talking. <laughs> and Gargano's online. I love it. Yeah. And Gargano's like, "Well, actually I'm wrestling next week." Yeah. So just like another immediate very you stupid prick <laughs> yeah i'm big fan of that i
3: also did think though they had a lot of recaps on this show that didn't lead into the next segment which for me was really tonally mm. strange like they had a big recap of drew mcintyre's entrance and the huge pot that he got and you hear all the crowd being like oh drew mcintyre and they play that for like 30 seconds of just that chant and drew soaking in the crowd atmosphere and says ladies and gentlemen my guest at this time i'm like oh it's gonna be into with drew johnny gargano i was like wait what <laughs> it's like just didn't flow with with the show
2: like, I, don't it's mind, I don't mind i don't mind post pay-per-view i i prefer this because what wwe are very good at and i wish AEW took a took this lesson is they are very good at mythologizing moments in recent history mm. whereas AEW, they just push forward and have a million yeah. things in every show yeah but just playing this stuff over and over again really helps cement it in people's minds yeah i don't mind it i would have preferred it on smackdown i think i think it just just gotta works do it. just do it right away um interestingly next week gargano's match we don't know who it's against probably be an enhancement style match mm. uh it's his return it's yeah. not his debut no i like that because they've already referenced the nxt history between johnny and theory mm-hmm and if you're including that, this is a return to the company, not a Raw debut. Yeah, and it's also technically not a Raw oh, debut because yeah. he got brought up with Champer
3: as well. But when they want to, they can call Karrion Cross's one an in-ring debut and you go, yeah, all right, I'll give yeah, you that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fine. You're right. Yeah.
2: Uh, Rey Mysterio then took on Damian Priest. Decent match, uh, but Dominic got up on the apron and stopped his dad hitting in the 619, and that led to... Priest getting the win. Really like the chokeslam that Priest did at the mm. end there, because it was like almost from
3: lying down. He just picked Ray up and then <laughs> just put him down again, was really cool. Uh I also really liked in the bit where they said, Up next is gonna be Ray Mysterio and he was walking backstage. They said, Ray's a grieving father. I'm like, Dominic didn't die. <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> uh well,
2: I like Ripley said afterwards, what Pappy wants, Pappy gets. Mm, big fan of that. Uh Bobby interview, Braun interview where he said he'll be at SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Then we got a clip of Riddle after Clash at the Castle saying he wants a rematch immediately. And then a, another interview with Seth that said, nope.
3: <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Which is good.
2: I don't want them to have another match. Oh, I do. Seth with a won. stip. Seth won. Why is Riddle getting a rematch? Because he, he, his emotions got the better of him what does that you lost well, <laughs> what he, does that mean he wanted to use the chair on Seth, and he's right. like fight me where it's you know no holes barred sure. fools count anywhere sure you lost stop complaining the main event was Bobby Lashley versus The Miz in a steel cage for the United States title the reason this match was put on was because last week Miz took on Lashley but Dexter Loomis appeared in the crowd that distracted Miz because he kind of almost had it won and bobby ended up retaining mm. i don't know why uh, a steel cage would stop him from seeing someone in the crowd when he won a it, blindfold match doesn't uh, a blindfold match or a I'm trying to give other steps that would work here not much lumberjack can... match sure oh yeah but you'd still see him you'd still see
3: None really. You need a Dexter band match, which he already is. Mm. But whatever.
2: So I guess the, it's more Miz wanting these walls to protect him. Sure. Uh, they, the actual story of the match went a pretty decent amount of time, fifteen mm. minutes. Yeah. Where I, it was good. It, it was enjoyable. Good. Yeah. Miz and Champa, who's Tommaso Champa, mm. got his Tommaso back. Tommy's back. They attacked Bobby before the bell, and they beat him up loads. Worked over his arm and then the story was more credible that Miz might win. Although, I don't think Bobby did a good job of selling the arm. Not especially, no. Uh, I quite like the way the beatdown started,
3: in that it was when the ref was holding up the title to show the crowd the thing they do. Miz just grabbed it and smashed it over the back mm. of, of Lashie's head. I was like, that's a good spot. I like that. Uh, and the beatdown, I thought, was really good. They did a great job of believing that they, they beat down lashie and made him injured. But like I said, I just don't think the follow-up was quite there.
2: Yeah, you sort of wanted Bobby... Like, really not being able to use that arm, mm. but he used his arm all the time in that moment. Ow. Yeah. Like, the yeah. Seth Rollins kind of selling. Mm. But I want it, Lashley's offense and strategy to actually have to change because of this injury. Yeah. I think it would be really cool if
3: he goes for, like, I don't know, like a spine boss or a power bomb or something, and then he has to drop Miz, he's like, ah, oh, like that, and then he just gets him up with one arm instead mm. and use that. Like, that's really cool. That would be a, a great way to overcome that stuff.
2: The idea was that Miz could always try and run up and over the cage. And Bobby had to only use one arm to pull him down. Mm. I I just don't feel like visually they told that enough. No, but it was all they they kept. Miz kept going for the door, Mm. and he'd be flailing out the door, and his hand would keep pulling the apron. And I thought Loomis is coming out from under that apron, Uh, but no. Instead, well, yes, but on another bit of the ring, yeah. Bobby's trying to get out, but Champa like, smashes his head in the in the steel door. So Miz is like, right, I'm going up over this way. Goes up and over. He's about to climb down. The camera, at this excellent oh, pro wrestling style so shot. good. You laughed out loud. I did. I thought Pete was laughing at a joke I'd made in the office, but you were laughing at this instead. Loomis is just laying there, deadpan, staring right up at the Miz. Like, Only like this part of him upwards is poking out from under
3: the apron, and it's just wide-eyed, completely deadpan. And it's great, like a drone shot or something was up above where they just zoomed down, where you just saw like Miz looking down, (laughs) and then it went past Miz, so you could just see Loomis. Like it was a brilliant bit of camera work. Yeah, yeah. So well shot. I, I big fan of this.
2: Miz got back in the cage to escape Loomis, but Bobby had already got out the cage by that point. Shut Miz in. Loomis got in. Oh, he hit him with a spear and pinned him, and then he goes, Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he pinned him. He hit him with a spear and pinned him. Loomis wow. chokes out Miz, and then the show goes off air with Loomis stroking Miz's hair and his head in his lap.
3: Yeah, which I will always think is a great visual. Like yeah. that thing, choking someone out, and then just being there and just stroking the head while you look, not even looking at them, just staring off in the distance. Again, I don't make the rules. I just think that's cool.
2: Yeah, so kind of like Braun, cool, superficially cool and and funny as mm. well. Like, you can see Triple H's weird sense of humour all over this, and I yep. like Triple H's sense of humour mostly. Broadly speaking. Uh, I, yeah, it's that sort of wacky tongue-in-cheek style.
3: Sports entertainment, really. Yeah. It kind of is.
2: But I don't think this is any good. <laughs> I,
3: I don't hate the Loomis stuff. I think the loomis stuff in nxt was worse than this
2: yeah um
3: when people absolutely loved it i was like "Mm." this like is fine it's fine it's it's not super special um i think the 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 way it's shot is better than the segments itself i think the way that they've shot all the loomis stuff has been very very good but i don't know what the end result is why is Mm. loomis obsessed with miz i don't do we know that We don't know
2: yet. Okay. And we don't know, you know, it was was quite a smart misdirect that we thought he was interested in AJ, Mm. but it it was actually against the Miz. Yeah. Uh, But Miz has already been kidnapped by Loomis. Yeah. So I don't know where you go from there. And this spot here feels like it should come before the kidnapping. Yes. I feel like we're going backwards Mm -hmm. or we're repeating a spot that we've already had. Yeah,
3: it does feel like we've gone A to C to B Mm. rather than A, B, C. Um, And like, I like the fact that the US title match was the main event. I think it should have been. Steel Cage, United States title match should probably be the main event of Raw. I like that. I just don't know if it lived up to the main event status. Like, it was a good match, but it wasn't fantastic.
2: Well, it's it's because the US title for about two, three weeks now has played second fiddle to the Loomis-Miz storyline. Yeah. And that's a real shame, because the US title needs to be the main title on Raw at the moment. Otherwise, yeah. it's three hours of nothing. Mm. And the first two weeks of Triple H's tenure was all about building up that US championship, having the video packages, having the tournament, having the, well, not a tournament, but, you know, deciding the 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 number one contender, announcing the championship match a week in advance. And I was like, this is perfect. Mm. But it was only a fortnight long thing. It only got less than a a three-week push. Because since then, everyone who lost in that chance has sort of had another shot bobby's like star power has declined i think quite dramatically because he was mad over at summerslam mm. didn't even have a match at clash of the castle
3: and I mean, a lot of people didn't in fairness yeah, 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 matches. Yeah. but you know
2: this is meant to be the main title on on raw yeah
3: and Maybe the reason title anyway, he, yeah. he didn't
2: have a story yeah. because the, the story is ms loomis yeah and i don't think it's main event worthy Sorry, I just glanced at the yeah, screen. There's a massive gift. of scared you. Scared me. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think it's main event spot worthy. I think this is this is mid-card comedy. Yeah, I it, agree. It's also wacky to an extent, and I should have seen it coming. I thought they were going to go somewhere a bit more serious with this based off the first three mm, weeks. Yeah, I thought so as well. And this is, you know, yeah. But I'm glad people are, are having fun with it. I'm having fun with it too. I just... I don't think it's that great it's, more, I'm, yeah, it's it's so bad it's good yeah I'm
3: in agreement there you go that's what I'll say uh, I thought this was a 3 out of 5 show
2: I gave it 70% which I think is actually 3 out of 5 3.5 I should have given it 60 60? <laughs> yeah
3: so bang on 3 out of 5 yeah yeah, yeah. Right. that's fair
2: yeah, yeah I, c- I can get on board with that Before we get into our remaining Ultra Chats, we've got some shout-outs to our wonderful Pledge Hammers
3: on Patreon. Mm. Hit the music. Uh, The Hall of Fame music is on. If you haven't been to our Patreon page yet, you really should. We've had a little rebrand recently, so you get a new piece of content every wednesday uh, which is tomorrow you're going to get the russell talk mailbag next week we've got the behind the scenes podcast where we just talk about the stories from the month we've got a few of them because we had a little watch party to organize we We've cool. got all like the production side of that and how that came together and the all like live reactions and all the, the crazy stuff that we've done monday night war we've got stories about that and production tales loads of stuff on our patreon pages go check that out at patreon.com forward slash russell talk also monday night war parks are coming as of monday so that's also a reason to go to the Patreon page. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname and it gets read on a show much like this one. So thank you to Chris, the Cypriot sensation
2: Patrou. He's no jackass, Dano. Fantastic, Mr. Good Old Fox. The venerable, Jesse Venable. The cleaner, Kenny Shah. The British Bulldog, Philip Boy J. Smith Jr. WrestleTalk's personal ring announcer, Rodrigo
3: Benitez.
2: Ronald Coleman, Bay Bay. He can last, Sean, for longer than you in the ring. Starbucks, Stephen Costa.
3: Shield Maiden, the Zornis.
2: And Will, the MS Warrior, Stewart. Thank you so much, all of our pledge hammers. Really do appreciate
3: it. Shall we get into the last
2: of the Ultra Chats for today? Uh, Right. So, um, Mr. Gajilly says, Hey guys, I'm Braun. I can't see why he can't be booked like Gunther. Seamus, a big dude that fights stiff and add his monster spot. And even for me, share moments with Alexa. Of course, it's a Mr. Gajilly chat. Mm. uh, In the same way as they are best friends in and out of the ring. uh, Team Little Big for life.
3: I don't know. Were they best friends out of the ring? i didn't know that i didn't know that. I thought it was better
2: um, and then one more outside of kayfabe i'm glad braun is back because it seems alexa is not having a good time on the road at the moment so he can travel with her and i think dominic could change his surname to guerrero playing into that real stuff i quite like that <laughs> that would be fun if if ray is like you've got to cement my legacy and he goes my name is now dominic guerrero mm. you go oh that's good i think braun and gunther are very very different uh characters big time yeah, Braun is a is a comic book monster. Mm. Gunther is like a realistic like strong style. He's a big professional wrestler. Bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Edgar Carrasco member for 10 months. The Braun segment felt like the old Vince scenarios where they would bury the tag division. Hello again Ollie. Sisame Chopper or Italian me. Charles Berg, now that Braun is back, we can hear him say that thing to Roman. (laughs) I'm not finished with you! The famous thing he says, Roman, you and I may (laughs) have many unresolved issues that frankly need to be addressed. That's it, that's the line. (laughs) I honestly love it when he says that. Dominic has two dads, one mum, and one mummy. Hey! Uh, Riot DR. Backstage. So people are going to be stuck on this CM Punk thing. Should we take it easy this week? Triple H. Now we'll just focus on making memes. (laughs) Braun, Don Mysterio and his makeover, especially Dexter Loomis being his creepy self, nothing major but fun. Yeah, I agree. Bit of fun. Uh, Jesse Venable. I feel as though Austin Theory, the character, needs some work, but the wrestling and selling he does is up there with the greats. Wow. His wrestling... He's wrestling as a lot of rest holds. I think his wrestling is good. But not up there with the greats. No, uh, Selling is good. I, I think agree. think his promos are good. But, his selling's yeah. fantastic, I think. I think there's definite promise, but he mm. has a long, long, long way to go until he's with the greats. KO is great again since his WrestleMania match with Stone Cold. Uh, and hot damn, I'm so excited for Monday Night War next week. Much love, Parts Fun Known and WrestleTalk. Jam that jam. Much love, HH. Um, Mr. Kajili again. Last one tonight. I feel it's interesting that all the people that went to Wales weren't in matches tonight, or no, not on the show at all. Like Alexa and Asuka giving them time to rest and let others be in the show.
3: That was there was a lot of people that were that wrestled in Cardiff that were on this
2: show. Mm-hmm. So I don't, yeah, I yeah, don't think that's part of it. No. Cotton candy lover. I would turn on Ray too if Ray put my head in a vice. Hashtag scissor me, Mama Ripley. It's getting a bit weird. <laughs> I like that this is a separate section on the ultra Tech doc just called thirst chat <laughs> mr kajili hi guys nothing on tonight's show but i wanted to talk about the aew fight and all the issues with the shambles of a company it's time for tony khan to become a boss not a friend show he's in control either suspend or discipline cm punk or an evp thoughts Oh, we have lots of them.
3: Uh, I don't think we can fit it into this little uh, response into an ultra chat. Um, I'm sure that the Friday podcast will probably be talking about all of this stuff. Mm. Um, But yeah, I I, I kind of agree. I think TK needs to to take some action. Because if you're going to suspend Eddie Kingston for throwing a punch, there should be more for this. You'd think. Uh,
2: Meng. Hi Ollie, Pete. Uh, hi Ollie and Pete. I just handed my master's dissertation last week. Just want to thank you guys for all the works and entertainments. Sadly, I also flew back to Thailand and missed the watch along party. Anyway, congrats for the party. Looked really fun. Sad we missed you, but thank yeah. you so much.
3: It, it was, was fun.
2: It was a great time. I had such a good time. Temrza, Ollie doing the SRS off mic, yelling bit. I love it. I've been doing that e- forever. SRS did not invent yelling off mic. I've been yelling off Mike since this podcast studio's been that's a thing. Not
3: a, that's not
2: a thing, gang. This week, my attention has been unable to be on WWE because I'm so interested to see how Dynamite and the Road to Gr- Grand Slam will be after this weekend. Mm. Also, Being the Elite will be up today. Curious what is said on it. No. Well, I'd, I'd be surprised if they make any references. I think this is too serious a conversation uh, situation to make light of. Yeah. I, I don't know if there is going to
3: be a BTE this week. Depending. Let's I don't see.
2: know. Benjamin Gabriel has been a member for six months. So on one of the reactive news segments, Pete confirmed that the seat is the top seat on the podcast. Does this mean that Pete outranks Ollie? We've been talking about this for a while, the hierarchy of seating um, in, the, in the podcast duos, in that
3: you will always be in that seat, but this is the seat of power. Yeah, yeah. That means you are the sub. Out of everyone in the Ruststalk office, you're I'm, the per- you're the permanent
2: sub. I'm the talent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to operate this stream deck control panel like a butter monkey. <laughs> I have the
3: power on the stream. This is the seat of power. I heard Brandon had the power on. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't tell him that. He was so apologetic. Uh, wow, Brett
2: guy. Has... Yes, yeah,
3: that was why the gift the gift came. Up. Oh, right. Yeah.
2: Wow, they, well, thank you so much, Brett Guy. You've uh, you've pledged $100. That's so generous. Of you. Crikey, Moses. Wasn't sure if my first chat worked, so here is another one just in case. I just wanted to say thank you to the whole Talk crew for creating amazing videos. Those videos helped me relax and helped me win $100,000 on CBS this past weekend. So cheers, boys. What? Well done, I guess. Congratulations. That's Phenomenal news. Sure Michaels' favourite fan. Yeah. Brett guy. <laughs> wow. Well, well done. Uh, and wow. uh, And finally, for now, Gabriel Reyes, member for 14 months, using this to say congrats on Momo. Momo Pete. He is obviously absolutely adorable. Momo is the greatest cat that ever lived. And he's mine.
3: And he's precious. And I love him. If you want to see him, he's on the rest of the talk news today. You've... Uh...
2: You've only had him like under two days genuinely we got him a couple days ago and i would dive in i don't think you can make statements this i bold absolutely so can. Soon. i absolutely i'm can. really happy for you but i think it's it's uh, irresponsible to love something so much so early on ollie just be happy for me please i'm trying to be happy for you <laughs> but i think uh, as a friend and a mentor <laughs> that you should you know chill out. <laughs>
3: I love my cat, okay?
2: That's all it is. Why can't you be like more like Laurie, who obviously hates his own cat?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Laurie presents like he hates yeah, his cat, but he does. loves his cat. He does.
2: Well, thank you everybody for joining us here today. Uh, please hit the subscribe button because our next show is on Thursday and it is a review of Dynamite. Oh my God, what's going to happen? And it's back to you and Luke now after the Quizmania stip has
3: expired mm-hmm. after All Out, so you and Luke will be reviewing Dynamite again.
2: Yeah, uh, and also please go check out our sponsors for today's Shark link. is in the top of the video description below. But for now, I've been Ollie Davis. This has been Chopper P. Quinnell. Jam that
0: This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely there fit that made them